We are where we are because of the choices that we have made. And as we enter 2021, what will your life look like six months from now? If you think further ahead, what does it look like a year from now? And what does it look like five or 10 years from now? And I would argue and I would say that a large part of that comes down to the choices that we make. Volatility, uncertainty, complexity. This is the work environment that is our reality. What will leaders need to know to be successful in the future? Who will they need to be to build team member commitment? How will they need to show up to create a motivating environment for their people? Welcome to the Sal Sylvester on the Future of Leadership podcast, a dialogue about how leaders will need to adapt to be successful in a rapidly changing world. And now, please join your host and executive producer, Sal Sylvester, to engage in the conversation about the future of leadership and how to transform people into confident leaders. Hello, and welcome to season three of Sal Sylvester on the Future of Leadership. I am Sal Sylvester, your host and founder and CEO of 512 Solutions, an executive coaching and leadership development firm based here in Boulder, Colorado, helping organizations to create healthy, aligned, and more human workplaces. Thanks for joining me today to talk about the future of leadership. Season three has been our bounce back season focused entirely on resilience. And one characteristic of highly resilient people and leaders is that they have clear goals. To that end, today's format is going to be different than previous episodes. In this episode, you're going to experience our goal-setting masterclass that I conducted in January. This masterclass is based on a five-step process that's outlined in our newly revised 39-page Ultimate Goal-Setting Guide. So to get the most out of this conversation, this episode today, go to our website at 512solutions.com and on this episode's page you'll be able to download the Ultimate Goal Setting Guide. It's absolutely free and will help you walk through every step that I outlined today at a deeper level and really help set up your 2021 for success. I hope you get a ton out of this episode. Let me know how it goes. For folks who I haven't met, I'm Sal Sylvester. I'm the founder of 512 Solutions Consulting Group. And I started 512 almost 20 years ago now to help people make meaningful and fulfilling change, both personally and professionally. And this goal-setting workshop is a program that I used to run every year at the beginning of each year to help people really create their year and to start their year with intention and purpose. And, you know, I, I couldn't think of a better time to bring it back. It's been several years since I've done it. And I'm thrilled that we have about 87 people who signed up for today's, registered for today's event. So I want to welcome you all. And I also want to say, you know, congratulations for being here and for taking the time. This is your time. Oftentimes we just need like some forcing function to carve out time so we can focus on ourselves. This is your time. It's your opportunity to create what you want to create for 2021. So thank you for joining me. I'm very excited. I'm going to jump in. We've got about 50 people or so who have joined, but we're going to just jump right in. 2020 was just an unbelievable year. I think unprecedented is a word that we've all heard way too much over the last nine to 12 months or so. And so difficult and challenging for certainly so many people. And 
our world globally. And many of us found ourselves working at home, uh, taking care of kids unexpectedly, homeschooling kids, and maybe dealing with and, and taking care of elderly people or loved ones in our house. We certainly here in Boulder, Colorado, saw some climatic events that were very disturbing and, and impactful to so many people. And I know in California and Oregon and other places, you know, others felt the same sort of pain around fires and floods and things like that. And we've seen the impacts of a very divisive political environment that we live in. And uh, even this week, we saw events that have never happened in our history. I think it's time to start differently and to start our year with purpose and with intention. And that's really what our mission is today. That's what our purpose is for this session today. It's to really take some time to become the architect of our lives in 2021. And again, we have, I'm thrilled that we have you know, almost 80, 90 people that have signed up for this session. Imagine the impact if 80 people start their year just a little bit differently with a little more purpose and with a little more intention and how that might impact your team members, people that you work with, or maybe people that work for you, or maybe those people that you sit around the dinner table at night in your personal lives. And so, first of all, thank you for being here. And let's make a choice to start 2021 maybe differently than what we did in 2020. So if 2020 was a year that was meant for us to learn something and was a year that was meant for us instead of something that happens to us, what would you be grateful for in, from 2020 as a result of our experience in 2020? I'd love to just you know get a sense from you. What are you grateful for if you looked at 2020 as a year where there could be some learning and where it was a year that happened for you and not to you? What would you be grateful for? Love to hear uh, some responses. Please take a minute to uh, type something in your chat, chat box. More time with your family. Relative simplicity. I remember, especially at the beginning of the year or at the beginning of COVID, how people were sort of amazed with some of the elements of simplicity at working at home, being able to work at home, resilience and confidence to be able to face things, greater collaboration, life slowing time, connected with family, friends. Less time commuting. I think about all those hours that we've saved, avoiding I-25 and I-70 here in the Denver, Colorado area. Chance to refocus on what's important to you and your family. The ability to work from home. Spend time with my senior dog and recreate outdoors. I love that. I just said to my dog today how much she's going to miss all of those intraday walks when we go back into the workplace. Reminder about the importance and certainty of just today. Thank you. There's so much that we can learn from 2020. If we take the time and if we see it as an opportunity to learn and as an opportunity to say, hey, wait a second, this didn't happen to me. This happened for me. How can I emerge from this stronger, more focus in the outdoors, less time commuting, more time with kids? I love it. So here's where we're going today. We got 90 minutes and, and we're not going to get to everything today. But I think you're going to have a nice foundation to really create a plan and, and to start this year with intention. So we're going to think about today as a starting point and not a finish point. I think this, this process of setting goals and really creating clarity in your life is an iterative process. 
we're going to start with a five-step process. We're going to start with what we call determining your starting point. Where are you today? What's your current state of your life personally and professionally look like? And how does that inform where you want to go? Step two today, you're going to spend some time defining your guiding principles. We're just going to touch on this. And your field work from today is going to be to define those guiding principles in more detail. But this is really about the future and what will guide some critical decisions and how you prioritize your time. Number three, we're going to talk about embracing a bold and audacious attitude. How do you crush that inner voice that might be limiting you in some way? Number four, we'll establish those goals. And number five, we'll create an action plan. And we'll also take some time to talk about what support structures can you put in place in 2021 so you can move those goals forward throughout the year. So that's our roadmap for today. There's a quote by Michael Kelly, the author of The Rhythm of Life, that, that I want to share with you just to start off the session today. And, and he says in The Rhythm of Life, everything is a choice. This is life's greatest truth, and it's its hardest lesson. It's a great truth because it reminds us of our power, not our power over others, but often the untapped power to be ourselves and to live the life that we've imagined. And he goes on to say that it's a hard lesson because it causes us to realize that we've chosen the life that we're living right now. That's incredibly frightening for some people when they hear that. And it's incredibly empowering for others when they hear that too. We are where we are because of the choices that we have made. And as we enter 2021, what will your life look like six months from now? If you think further ahead, what does it look like a year from now? And what does it look like five or 10 years from now? And I would argue and I would say that a large part of that comes down to the choices that we make. What's your choice? What choices will you make this year? I choose to create my life this year and for all years to come. And I hope that you do the same. And so that's what today is about. It's really about defining the choices that are most important to us and that we're going to intentionally make throughout 2021. All right, so let's jump in. Step one, determining your starting point. Now you're going to see a few climbing pictures here. I know I've got some fellow climbers in the audience, and this has been a passion for me for a long time. It's part of the reason why I moved to Colorado. This particular picture is on Cotopaxi in Ecuador, if anyone's done any climbing in South America. And, you know, when, when you're mountaineering, you really have to know where you are if you want to get to wherever you want to go, right? And really in anything in life. And so I think that's the first step here is before we can move toward that ideal state, toward that future state, we really have to understand where are we today? What does our life look like today? And so, we're going to do a quick reflection exercise. I'm going to give you about two minutes. And I want you to open your golden guide to page five. Now, I emailed everybody um, a new version of the goal setting guide. If you didn't get it this morning and you need that version, Cynthia has put it into the chat box so you can download it from there or just let Cynthia know uh, through the chat and she'll email it to you directly. But take a look at the assessment on page five. It's a simple assessment that looks at some of the key areas of your life, fitness, nutrition, health, career, job, salary, skills, personal finances, personal relationships, family, spirituality, happiness. How would you assess yourself on a scale of one to 10? How would you assess yourself on a scale of one to 10? Quickly, take a moment to, about two minutes, 
to go through that self-assessment. So our next step is I'm going to move you to breakout rooms for a quick three minutes. It's going to be a very quick breakout room. And there'll be four people in each room. I want you to very quickly introduce yourself to the group and let the group know what are the one, two, or three things based on that assessment that you think you're going to work on or focus on in 2021. So one, when you get into your breakout rooms, very quick introduction. You've got about a minute a person at most, maybe 30 seconds per person. What are the two or three things you're going to focus on in 2021 to be really intentional based on that assessment? We're just touching into this first step, which is really about determining your starting point. And I think it's worthy of, of taking more time to reflect on that. We're just dipping into it today. And what I want you to know is there's another exercise in your ultimate goal setting guide as well called the roles that influence your direction. So after our session today, take some more time to think about the different roles that you play in your life from your roles at work, Maybe as a manager or a team member or a leader of some sort to your roles at home or maybe even your roles outside of home. Maybe you're an athlete. Uh, maybe you are active in your church or in some other organization. So think about those roles and follow the instructions there. It's another great determine your starting point in self-assessment. All right. So now that we know where we are today, the second step is to define your guiding principles. and. You know, this is really about vision. And so if I think about mountaineering again, this image is a friend, is a picture of my friend John. And again, on a different trip in Ecuador, we're on a, a mountain called Ilanesa Norte, and we're looking out at Cotopaxi, which was the other peak that you saw in the first picture. But I, I love this image because it's really about looking toward the future. It's really about some ideal state that you're moving toward. And so in this next step, we really want to start thinking about what are the principles that will guide us the most as we move forward? If we want to get to where we want to go, we have to know where we are, but we also have to have a clear picture of what that looks like. And so I really advocate for creating what we call guiding principles. And they're just, they're, they're messages, they're themes that help you guide your decisions, that help you prioritize what's important in your life. And that help you, then they help you align your goals with what those priorities are. And so here's a few examples, and these are also in your goal setting guides. These are some examples of my guiding principles. I believe that my family is most important priority, and I'm committed to building and sustaining a relationship with every immediate family member so I can grow, share, experience life with them to the fullest. This helps me remain grounded when I've got stressors and pulls from work, from other aspects of my life? How do I prioritize three really important different decision points? Number two, I believe that ba a balanced life, both personally and professionally, will enable me to be a better person, friend, family member, athlete, business owner. And I'm committed to taking care of myself physically, spiritually, intellectually, so that I can live long. I can live a prosperous life. I can show up in the way that I want to show up. This is another example. And number three, the third guiding principle that really steers what I do and how I live is I believe life should be lived with passion. And I'm committed to traveling, climbing, meeting new people and exploring so that I can experience everything that life has to offer and its beauty. So these are three examples that help me make decisions in the face of complexity, ambiguity, stress at work, and all of the things that really can take over our lives so easily. 
And so I'd invite you to just step back for a moment. I want you to step back for a moment and think about the following thing. Imagine yourself a year from now, right? So step into the future. Imagine yourself a year from now reading through a journal that maybe you kept you kept uh, from 2021. And as you reflect back on how you lived your life and throughout the year, as you're reading that journal, you notice that everything in your personal and professional life went exactly as you would have liked. You lived by the values that were important to you. Your life was balanced in whatever balance means for you. And you were focused on your highest priorities, what was most important to you in your life. And you achieved what you set out to achieve. As you reflect back on that, as you reflect back on that journal and the year that just passed, take a moment to respond to the questions on page eight of your ultimate goal setting guide. And the questions are really simple, but meaningful. Number one, during that that year, what did you value most? What were your top three priorities? So when you lived your life to the fullest, in the way that was meaningful and authentic to you, in purpose, what did you value the most? What did you truly do and value? What were your priorities? And number two, how did it feel and what were the results when you focused on those things that were most important to you? Take a couple of minutes to reflect on this. Give you two minutes for just some individual reflection and respond to these two questions after having lived a year that was in line with what was most important to you.
take another 20 seconds or so just to wrap up your thoughts. All right. So as you went through that reflection exercise, I'd love to hear from a few people. What were some things that came up for you as you really reflected on a year in which you lived with intention, authenticity, and you focused on what was important to you? What did you value? What were your top priorities? It's similar for me in 2021. My word for the year is mindfulness. And, you know, mm-hmm. listen, that may be an overused word, but I think it's a really important word in the sense that I often find myself just running and running and running from one thing to the next, whether it's when I'm with my kids and I want to get this done so that we can go do something else or whether I'm trying to crank some stuff out at work and just noticing the time. What would change in my life and your life and all of our lives if we were a little bit more mindful on, on how we're using that time? When we you know, take care of ourselves personally, it helps us as leaders or team members in the workplace. And and when we're effective at work, you know, I notice that there's maybe less stress at home, but sometimes those things can get out of balance or we we prioritize things differently at times. So I love that. And, and when we can really hit on all cylinders, we can we can be effective in all those roles that we play. And and just one comment, I think our world more than ever needs people to listen. We need to listen to each other. We need to be open and have some empathy and try to understand other points of view. Awesome. So your next steps with with this second step, establish your guiding principles, are really to create those guiding principles. We're not going to do that in this workshop, but you'll have some time. I just wanted to give you a chance to reflect on what really is most important to me. When I take 90 minutes out of my day, my week, and I know we're all running from meeting to meeting and, and event to event, but when you get a little bit of space and you can step back and look at your life, what's important to you, what comes up, try to capture those into guiding principles. I've given you a, a sample format, but feel free to take it and modify it and make it your own as well. The format that I like is I believe that, and I am committed to, so that blank, fill in the blank. So there's some examples. My examples are in the ultimate goal setting guide. Take that and create your own. So that's one of several field assignments that you have from today. Write those guiding principles. There's a few other exercises inside the goal setting guide that might be applicable to you. There's a number of different exercises around your career. So if you want to start a business or maybe you're in career transition or you're thinking about that next promotion or something meaningful at work, take a look at those exercises. There's some financial exercises. So if you've got some goals in 2021, there's a six-step financial plan that can help you think about your goals. And then there's some questions to reflect around your health and fitness. So take a look at those as part of your field assignment as well. All right. So step one, determine your starting point. Where are you today? Step two, create those guiding principles. What's really going to drive how I make decisions and prioritize my time in 2021. Step three is really about creating a bold and an audacious attitude. And, you know, as I've mentioned, climbing is a passion of mine. This is a a picture many of you have probably been on it. Uh, Skywalker Kuar on South Arapahoe Peak. And this is from several years ago with my friends when I was on the mountain rescue team in Boulder. And this is in uh, northern Patagonia uh, in a rock climbing area, alpine climbing area called Frey, just an absolute beautiful area. And this is last weekend up at East Portal 
here in Boulder and the in or Rollinsville, I should say, in the Indian Peaks. Now, I don't get as much time to do these things as much as I I have in the past. Um, I've got two young kids, a seven-year-old and, and a four-year-old, but this is my passion. And what I part of what I've learned about in climbing is that if you focus on your fears, it can be a really dangerous situation. You might hesitate when you don't need to hesitate, or you might uh, lose control of a situation. When we start getting into our head, instead of focusing on what could become possible, we, we, we make different decisions. So I think it's a, a, a lot the same in life as well. We have to understand where our inner voice is and how we're limiting ourselves. Now, before we get to the inner voice exercise, I do have a strategy so that I can do more climbing in 2021. This is my four-year-old Max. And so I'm starting him young and hoping that he he loves it. But we just went to a, a hill in the neighborhood a few weeks ago, and he's already starting to enjoy uh, climbing. It's a quote by Henry Ford, which I love and, and really impacted me from the first time I ever saw this. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And I think, you know, when I reflect on my life and I look back, I often find myself not taking the risk that I probably could take or maybe hiding a little bit or not putting myself out there as much as I could or taking a stand for something that I think is important. And if I sort of go down the timeline of my life and look back, I'm guessing that I probably won't regret the risks that I took and failed at, but I will regret the things that I didn't do because I was scared. And so this step, I think, is a really critical step. It's a step of understanding where are we limiting ourselves today? Where are we limiting ourselves? What are those voices that are playing inside your head that might be stopping you or holding you back from really achieving your full potential? So we've got a couple of steps in this process that we're going to go through today. Number one, I just want you to reflect on what are some of those limiting or negative voices that might be playing inside your head? Then I'm going to give you a tool called the pattern interrupt that will help you stop that pattern and reframe how you move forward. So turn to page 26 in your ultimate goal setting guide. And on page 26, you're going to notice a number of statements. So there, there's some examples of what might be showing up as your inner voice. I won't be able to do it, or I'm not good enough, or I don't deserve it, or this always happens to me. I'm curious for you, when you think about your wildest aspirations and dreams and what you want to achieve, what's the inner voice that might be showing up for you and limiting you in some way? Take a few minutes to maybe identify some of those that are showing up here on page 26, or maybe others that you know from your own experience that constantly play inside your head. Take a moment to reflect on that. What inner voice shows up when you're faced with a challenge that limits you from achieving your full potential? If we notice when we look up sometimes, they said I would never make it, but I was built to break the mold. The only dream that I've been chasing is my own. So I sing a song for the hustlers trading at the bus stop. Single mothers waiting on a check to come. Young teachers, student doctors, sons on the front line. 
taxi back to the kitchen Talking to the driver about his wife and his children On a run from a country where they put you in prison For being a woman and speaking your mind She looked in his eyes in the mirror and he smiled One conversation, a single moment the things that... All right, just take another few seconds to reflect on those inner voices that might be limiting you or getting in your way or slowing you down from achieving what it is that you really want to achieve. All right. So I'm going to open it back up. I'd love to hear from people in the group. And I want this one to be a large group discussion. And you'll see in a couple of minutes why. So who has an example of an inner voice that might be holding you back? Part of what we're doing here is we're breaking all norms. We're doing things because we want to establish an architect the life that's based on our identity, not based on some reflected identity by other people. So just be aware of that language. Usually when there's a should in our language, it means we have some rule that we should challenge, that we need to challenge because it might be driving our behavior. So when you believe that taking that step might send you backwards, what happens as a result? The only point that I want to make through all of this is That inner voice is part of all of us. Whether I am coaching the CEO of a 10,000 person company or a frontline manager, we all have these voices. We all have these thoughts that can limit us. It's just the mind, it's not even our mind. And we are not our thoughts. And so part of this process is to recognize those thoughts that might be limiting who we are, what we're trying to achieve, And then to squash those thoughts, not to try to stop those thoughts from happening. We're human beings. Those thoughts will not stop. But what if we could take those thoughts and what if we can interrupt the pattern? So what often happens with us is this is sort of cognitive behavioral therapy. Some event happens or something comes up. Our mind, we have an automatic thought. And as a result, there is some kind of reaction. And oftentimes it's fear-based when we don't check or challenge that thought. And what I would propose to you today is there's a different way. When that event happens or we have some experience and that automatic thought pops up, again, we're all going to have those automatic thoughts, but we are not our thoughts. That's the point in time where our alarm system internally should go off and we utilize a pattern interrupt. And a pattern interrupt simply interrupts that thought. And we can, we can create a pattern interrupt in two simple steps. Number one, change your state. Have you ever noticed that, I don't know, maybe you're stressed or there's a lot going on and you go downstairs, you go outside, you take a 10-minute walk or you take a 30-minute bike ride or a workout and all of a sudden you feel a lot better? Well, we can do that at any point in time, any kind of movement radical movement, get outside, two minutes of walking, stand up out of your chair. Number one, just changing your state can help interrupt that pattern. And then the second step to creating your pattern interrupt is to challenge your thinking. Is it true that I'll look silly? Yes or no? Most of the time, the answer is no. Is it true that I will fail? I don't know. I know Jace is a pretty successful guy. Probably not. Is it true that I will go backwards? I don't know. Probably not. Challenge the thought. Reflect on how you might be exaggerating the situation. And then number three, how could you reframe it? What's a different message 
that you can use and apply to your current situation that will help you move forward and take those bold steps you won't regret at the end of your life, as opposed to letting the stories and letting those inner voices not really achieve or do or be or become whatever it is that we want. Turn your goal setting guide to page 29. And on 29, there's some space for you to think about your pattern interrupt. And there's three steps that are here. Number one, change your state. And you can change your state by moving your body in some way, sometimes even just a minute of breathing. And if I look at my Apple Watch, there's a breathing app right on the front of this thing. There's a reason why it's there. Move your body radically. Go work out. Go move. Change that state. Question two is ask some of those questions, whatever they are, to challenge those thoughts. And then step three is the reframe step. So take a moment. I want you to think about two things. Number one, what will your pattern interrupt be? And then number two, after you've determined what that pattern interrupt is, I want you to email it to yourself. Email the following or text to yourself. Number one, how do you limit yourself? And number two, what is your pattern interrupt? So I'm going to give you two minutes to go through that process. Number one, what do you want? When you see that event come up, you hear those voices, those limiting voices play in your head. What's your pattern interrupt going to be? How are you going to change your state? What questions are you going to ask to challenge yourself? And then two, I want you to email yourself or text yourself how you limit yourself and what is your pattern interrupt. I'll give you two minutes. Go. seconds to reflect on what that pattern interrupts going to be and send it to yourself. All right. So step three of this process is number one, you've reflected on what those inner voices are. We heard some great examples earlier. Number two, you've got a pattern interrupt in place. 
Number three, keep that pattern interrupt in front of you. I asked you to email it or text it to yourself so that you've got it visible and you can remind yourself to use it, whether it's Sarah or a new question, whatever that is, so that you can consistently challenge that voice and put some new pattern interrupt habits in place and ultimately start moving toward your aspirations faster. All right, so number one, we determined our starting point. Number two, we've got a foundation at least for what guiding principles might be. Number three, we're embracing that bold and audacious attitude. We're finally at the goal setting step, which is what you came here for today. But I think all of those other things are really critical in order to enable our goals for the year. So let's talk about goal setting. And then I'm going to give you probably 10 or 15 minutes for some individual reflection. As you think about your goals in 2021, and you've already seen this in the self-assessment, really think holistically about your entire life. You might have some goals around fitness. It might be around meditation, or maybe there's something that you've been ignoring about your health, a screening test. I know research shows a lot of guys do this. We don't think we need to see doctors, and so we avoid very important screening tests and other things. Maybe it's as simple as drinking more water or getting better sleep or nutrition. How are you going to think about your health in this goal setting process? Number two, how are you going to think about your finances or financial situation? Maybe it's something around your 401k or maybe you're already doing really well and you want to give more. Maybe there's some college planning that you've been avoiding with your children or maybe there's some new investments that you intend to make in 2021. Maybe you need to get that emergency fund in place, whatever it is. What do your finances look like? And there's other aspects of our world as well, the professional side of things. Maybe you want to start a business or maybe there's a new skill that you are noticing is needed in this market, this change that we've all experienced in this COVID environment. Maybe there's some education you want to get or some coaching, or maybe you just need to build your network. Maybe there's a transition that's coming up for you. So I want you to think very holistically about your goals as we go through this process. We think about our goal statements as kind of a three-part, three components. Number one, we start with a result statement. What is it that you want to achieve? And we start with the words, I am committed to, so that there's some action and some passion behind whatever it is that you want to do. Number two is a purpose statement. The purpose statement is the why. It's the reason why you want to achieve whatever it is that you're seeking to achieve. And so we start this with, I am absolutely committed to making this happen because. And then thirdly, we're going to prioritize these goals. So here's a couple of examples. I'm committed to saving fill in the blank in 2021. And and here's your reason why. Because this goal is about tracking toward my financial freedom and creating the abundance that I deserve so I can continue to live life on my own terms and spend time with who I choose and how I choose to spend that time. Get passionate about this. If this is just kind of your standard goals that you create in the corporate workplace, you're not going to have enough passion and momentum to really want to achieve them. Another goal, maybe you've got a goal around travel. I've always had a goal around travel, which has been fun. I'm committed to taking at least one overseas vacation as soon as COVID is done and at least one long weekend per quarter in 2021. I'm absolutely committed to making this happen because to live a balanced life full of passion and adventure, I must break through the everyday routine, reach out, go beyond, meet new people and discover new things. 
Whatever is meaningful for you, we want to capture within that goal statement. So turn to page 34 in your goal setting guide. And there's there's seven pages in here. There's, there's a page or two for health and wellness. There's a page or two for financial freedom. There's a page or two for career enhancement. And then there's some blank pages at the end. You can start wherever you choose. If career is your primary focus for the next 10 or 15 minutes, start there. If health and fitness is your primary focus, start there. And all I want you to do is for each goal that you create, just answer those first two questions. I'm committed to what? What's that result? And number two, I'm absolutely committed to making this happen because what's the reason why the passion you have for making that happen? Save the action steps below that. That's the next step. Don't worry about that because I don't want you to get wrapped up in how you're going to get it done. Just define what it is that you want to achieve or create or do in 2021. So I want to show you this very simple process so that you can start filling out the action plan step as well. And the way that we think about the action plan is very simple. It's nothing you haven't seen before. But we tend to think in terms of brainstorm about all of the actions that you have to accomplish any one of your goals. And then we want to simplify it. So group similar action items so that you can simplify the process and then sequence the plan. And so you'll find some space underneath each of the goal statements that you've just created for that action item, when you expect to complete it, and then hold on to the support needed. That's our last step. And we're going to connect with our groups later on to do that. So as you're going through the goals, you can either keep working through your goals for another five minutes, or if you want, go back to one of your goals that you've created and build out your action plan. What are the action items you're going to take? brainstorm about those, group them so similar items are together and keep it simple, and then set some target completion dates. I'll give you five more minutes to continue working. So there's some more ideas inside your goal setting guide. Take a look at those, but I think that support structure is going to be a really critical component. How do we continue to move these things forward after the initial excitement of the beginning of the year? And to me, this is not about making a resolution. This is about actually transforming and changing your life. So those support structures will help you keep accountable and provide the structure and reinforcement throughout the year. All right, so we have one final exercise before we wrap up today. And actually, let me just remind you of your, you've got a little bit of field work. You didn't think you were coming to this masterclass and you were gonna get extra work to do, but I really want you to go back, finalize your goals, finalize your guiding principles, feel free to take the format and put it in whatever format works for you. This is one version of a format. There's a lot of ways in which you can do this successfully. But go back, take the time to finish the guiding principles, the goals, the action plans, and really defining your support structure. All right. So everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to turn to the right. And I want you to imagine that looking out to your right is your future. That's where you are headed in 2021. Take a step forward. As you move forward, three months, take another step, six months, maybe another step, 12 months into the future. And I want you to turn around, literally turn around and look back on your year. You lived by your guiding principles. You made decisions based on what was most important to you and your family, and your life, and your career. 
you lived with intention and authenticity. As you look back on the year and you think about how you architected it, how do you feel? What do you see? What became possible for you? This has been all about taking some time to focus on yourself so that you can start this year with intention and with purpose. I can't wait to hear about all of your successes in 2021. And I wish all of you a healthy and fulfilling year. I'm going to stay on the line for another five minutes. If people want to brainstorm about any of your goals or challenges that you're having, feel free to to stick around. Otherwise, I really want to thank you for being on this call today. I want to thank you and congratulate you for taking time to focus on yourself and to focus on making this world a better place. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Sal Sylvester on the Future of Leadership podcast. You can get session notes on our website at 512solutions.com. That's the numbers 512solutions.com. Please follow and like the podcast on iTunes or wherever you're tuning in. And if you want to learn more about how we can help transform your people into confident and action-oriented leaders, please check out our website at 512solutions.com. I look forward to continuing the conversation about the future of leadership. I'm out.